from the Funky Town Network. Sponsored by Leaves Book and Tea Shop. All right, welcome to Articulation, a show for artists and art lovers alike. On my left, I have my wonderful co-host. Good evening. Matt Sack. Say hey. I just did. Say hey again, bro. Again? No, you don't have to say hey. Thank you. Okay. And on my right, I have... Mika. Here we go. All right. Of Dark House Art. And then we have... Mike. Mike. Yeah. Hey, the Mike. one and only Morph Mohawk in the house. Yeah. Of Art 30 Texas. All right. So if you guys haven't guessed, um, the show is uh, running slightly in a unique direction. We've chosen a different way from the pirate. And not to undermine what the pirate was trying to do. Um, but it is very difficult for people to tune into a radio show and <laughs> at a very specific time every single day versus a podcast that they can just, you know, click and listen to. So, you know, thank you to the pirate for everything you've done. Thank you to Sally and John Rody. You guys are doing a great service for Fort Worth. Um, and we respect you guys. Thank you so much. All right. So... Mika, so why don't you tell us a little bit about what you do? So I pretty much do a little bit of everything. If it's creative, I probably dip my hand into it. But typically, uh, painting and drawing, and sometimes stuff with glass when I can. Nice. But I'm a student up at ETA. I just graduated, so. So you're a pretty versatile artist, then. Yep. Nice. And uh, Mike, tell us a little bit about uh, what you do. I just paint. <laughs> what do you paint? <laughs> uh, paint everything. Paint my sp- my standard line is guitars, bars, cigars, and cars. But if it interests me, if I've done it, I paint it. Uh, that's pretty much my art life. In real life, I'm an IT guy. Nice. Balance it. So it's, it's a fun balance, isn't it? Well, one pays the bills and one's fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. And uh, Matt, mm-hmm. my co-host, but what do you do? What do I do? Yeah, they may not know. Let's mm, talk about it. I hang around at bus stops, street <laughs> corners, so things what, like that. So what art do you create? Oh, art. <laughs> you saw me once? I think so. Okay. I think I'd give you a 20, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, the bank wouldn't take it, but but well, you're an artist. Funny and money. Well, it, it I probably was, painted it. I enjoyed it. <laughs> anyway, what I, what I do for, uh, for art... Mm. Um, let's see. I do paint. Mm-hmm. I also make things out of found objects. Stuff Fantastic. I pick up, pick up out of the trash, and I make sculptures out of that. Which is wonderful. I mean, that's a great use of materials, wouldn't you say? That could go a lot yep. of different ways, but yes. Yes. Yeah. Pretty cool. All right. Well, um, so basically, today's show is a little interesting. Uh, the Fort Worth Community Arts Center just held a show called The Collective Takeover, right? And this is something that you and I, Matt, we've both talked about a lot on this show, is getting the different collectives together and trying to bridge the gaps between them. Mm-hmm. Well, that actually happened. Um, the Forward Community Arts Center hosted nine collectives. Hundreds of artists went, joined together, and they showed their work together in different places around the Community Arts Center. And all of them showed up from what I understand on the opening reception night. So that show, if you guys get a chance to go see it to all of us who are tuning in today, Mm -hmm. that is going on December 6th 
uh, was the opening reception, and the show is ongoing through December 28th. And it'll it'll stop shortly before the new year hits. So where's it, where's it at? It's over at the Fort Worth Community Arts Center. Okay. And uh, if you don't want to pay ten dollars for parking, um, park and walk there. <laughs> park where? There. Park somewhere away from it and walk there. Preferably or just at take the an Kimball. Uber. You know, or just take an Uber. Uber. Yeah, that works too. That you works could too. also ride the bus. Okay. Hey, that's right. Downtown there is transportation. In Keller, there's not. No, no buses where I live. No buses. <laughs> So, all right, so Micah, I wanted to talk a little bit more as well about uh, some of the glass work you've been doing and uh, some of the classes you've been teaching. So yeah, go ahead and tell us a bit more about that. For the past few months, I would say this semester, I was studying, uh, well, pigments and paint. And of course, combining that with my glass work, but also extrapolating from that Mm -hmm. and looking at the historical sources of where our paint come from, comes from. And with the classes, you know, I think it's a great way to connect to the environment around us because there's a lot of things that we can use and incorporate into our work. And, you know, um, yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I, I think it's wonderful to actually know where the paint you're using originates because it it tells you a lot about not only the chemistry of the paint but how you can use it where you can work it into what other mediums you can combine it with so I I, yeah I agree I think that's awesome that you're going out there's not many artists who are doing that so I mean there's one other one that I know of and that's it so (laughs) is glass your full-time no, it's one of those things when I can, I'm trying to get a lamp working set up so and do borosilicate stuff. Do what? Uh, lamp working set up. So that's typically stuff you do with like a little torch. Mm-hmm. And you can, it's more accessible than ha- doing like, a, if you've seen the glass studio at EPA, they have the big old furnace or Seneca. Yes. Yeah, they have yes, that big old yes. furnace. Mm-hmm. And the lovely facility and the people at Seneca are great. They're actually um, alumni from UTA class mm-hmm. program. So they, they just did their uh, their tree lighting recently, yes. didn't they? How was that? Did you go to that? I wanted to go, but I didn't I, get the chance to get out that way. See, I, I didn't make it over there either. I had so much going on that night, but I heard yeah. uh, from a couple of friends of mine that it was a really interesting setup that they did. Yeah. And when I say tree lighting, it's like um, they make a basically a glass tree. They set it in on front fire. That no. Kind of. <laughs> that would be cool. So it's like fire and glass at the same time. It's wonderful. Getting getting back to lamp work. Yeah. Can you describe that specifically? So typically lamp working, it's literally a torch setup. Typically it's propane and oxygen. Sometimes there's a, like acetylene like with, um, it's very similar to kind of, I guess, similar stuff to when you're doing welding. But it's typically clamped to a table and instead of like using those big steel rods you have these rods of glass and you're working with it in front of this tiny flame so everything's smaller in scale so with uh working and uh with soft glass and a hot shop setup you know you're constantly rotating the steel uh rod that you're using to keep the center of gravity. With mm-hmm. this, you're usually at a bench, you're sitting, 
mm -hmm. and it's right here in front of you and you adjust the flame. So this is something you could do at home. Yes, which is why wow. I want to invest in it and have okay. it set up. Way less expensive to get set up. So really, mm -hmm. I you know, I didn't think that that was something that would be like necessarily easy to do at home, but yeah. You hearing you describe it, it's interesting. It's like I could totally do a setup with just a steel plate, you know, underneath somewhere in my garage and do it yeah. that way. Yeah. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Big water trough to see if I could crack it. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely safety considerations and stuff, of course, when you're oh, having yeah. a source of fuel and fire. But mm. yeah. Oh yeah. So so Mike, have you ever done any multimedia work or any different work with different mediums before? Yeah, I've used different materials. What kinds of materials? Uh, magazines, uh, bottle caps. I had a collection of bottle caps, but uh, got rid of most of them recently. Wow. Uh, that's pretty much it, I think. Pretty much it. Yeah. So, like, bottle caps are fun to work with, but they're yeah. kind of a pain. Yeah. Because you gotta make sure. Because I use resin on top of it, mm -hmm. so you gotta make sure that they're all glued down. And use hot glue, and you burn your fingers, and it's a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's not fun when you burn your fingers. No, right that costs a little. <laughs> But that, that's the multimedia part multimedia. of one of that. I, I do a lot of digital stuff. When I had my knee replaced, I sat on the couch and drew on my iPad, you know, painted. Oh, yeah. There's some really great programs out there. Problem is you can't, can't really put them on canvas. I mean, you can print them, but they don't yeah. look the same. They, they, look, they look digital even when they're placed on a yeah. printed canvas. So, yeah. Could you create something digitally and then... Paint it. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I, I use my computer a lot. That's, okay. That's my point of reference when I paint. Mm -hmm. uh, unless I'm painting out on the beach, because when I take a trip, mm -hmm. I usually take my stuff and I'll sit up on a beach and paint whatever I see. But you'll you'll use the digital image as a reference point. Yeah. To make a painting on canvas. Lots of times, yeah. Okay. Pet portraits, all that. Uh huh. I'll throw them into Photoshop and actually correct them because you know they need more contrast, they need more light, they need more dark. So well, I'll throw them in Photoshop and do that before mm -hmm. I actually use them as a reference. Okay. Now you will leave all the pimples, blemishes, scars, tattoos. You leave all that on there, yeah? yeah? Sure, tattoos. Have, all right. I don't go in and photo. A dog, Matt? Tattooed a dog? No. Don't tattoo a dog. No, no. I would, not sad. without not without their consent. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> you know, it's at least eighteen and that actually kind of <laughs> yes, yes. yes. <laughs> how would a dog give consent dog would they hmm? lick your hand or what how would that work uh usually the dogs get an attorney oh hmm. no <laughs> you know it's, it's, not it's funny, about that, attorneys right it's funny now. that you say that because um i recall uh rebecca having a conversation with rebecca Lau. i know yes. she's a friend of yours yes um she was telling me how she started her studio over off of camp Bowie was mm -hmm she had a conversation with her dog and her dog told her to do it and i was like hell yeah you know absolutely sometimes sometimes you gotta, you gotta talk to your pooch to about stuff. it <laughs> apparently you're not supposed to pee on the hydrant the same way a dog does. oh yeah no no well not the exact same way could could pee on a fire hydrant be art certainly it could be a statement it could definitely be a statement piece it could could it be made out of glass 
probably. Yes. Okay, we're, we're, we're getting all off the rails here. <laughs> all right. So speaking of glass work, um, I wanted to cover something. So Clifton Crawford of yeah. Sanaka Studios, he recently was awarded a, a sum of money to create a, a very large public art piece. It's going to be a large, movable glass piece from what I understand. And he's actually asking people to go to his um, website. It's D uh, Clifton Crawford Studios. That's C-L-I-F-T-O-N Crawford, C-R-O-F-F-O-R-D studios.com. And participate in a survey. And it's basically a survey about public art to give him an idea of what the public is actually looking for. Because he's been commissioned this piece, but he doesn't know where it's going yet. I think it should be like a big cigar. Just a big cigar? Yeah, a big awesome. smoking, smoldering cigar? People could sit on it, lay on it, take pictures with it. Maybe. I mean, uh, it, it could be anything, really. But it's it's just interesting that an artist, a local artist at that, who runs a nonprofit, has been awarded that money to do something good in the community. So... What do you guys think that says about the direction that the uh, arts are going here in Fort Worth? I think it's important that artists take matters into their own hands. Mm -hmm. Instead of waiting for government to do something. Agreed. We started on our own. Certainly welcome government's involvement mm -hmm. and appreciation for what we're doing. Right. But it is up to us to initiate what these things happen. Right. Right. So, like, he... Actually, I think, I believe he approached the Arts Council to get that pushed through. Okay. So, like, he wanted to do it, but he approached it with the, approached them with the idea. Just to see, you know, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. of course it, it happened. So, Excellent. I, I think that says something to Fort Worth in general, that maybe they're becoming a little more supportive of local artists. And maybe mm -hmm. they're gearing their directions to help us have uh, an easier time creating. An mm -hmm. outlet. An outlet, that yeah. Pays. That That's pays. That pays, right. Yes, that is important that it pays. Because artists, we are professionals mm -hmm. as any other profession, and yeah, we deserve right. to be paid. Paid ain't yeah. cheap. It's not no, cheap. Materials are not no. cheap. And if you if you take one of my um, if you take one of Mika's classes, you're gonna. I'm <laughs> sorry, I've been calling you the same thing for a while. Um, if you take one of Mika's classes, um, he'll he'll describe to you exactly how that paint is made and why paint is so expensive. So yeah. you know, mm -hmm. it's yep. it's good that Fort Worth is taking initiative in that way. So if you guys get a chance, to all those who are listening, uh, make sure you visit Clifton's website. It's cliftoncrawfordstudios.com. That's Clifton with one F. Um, <laughs> I would spell it out again, but I feel like my mouth is going to be in a jumble if I do that. Um, and just Go to his website and make your opinion known. Uh, go through the survey. But yeah, I think that's a pretty good start. Hmm. Let's see y'all. So Matt, yes. let's go ahead and talk about what's been going on at the Grackle lately. Let's see, at the Grackle lately, we've had a art market a couple mm -hmm. of weeks ago. Yeah, tell us about that. Hmm. We had about 15 artists mm -hmm. that showed up and participated displayed their work, and of course sold work on their own. Oh yeah, and absolutely. And it was a good time. Heck yeah it was, mm -hmm. yep. heck yeah. Mm -hmm. um, we had some music there as well. Yeah, uh, several musicians showed yeah. up. and Daryl Sellers uh, was there, mm -hmm. um, 
Matthew, this guy. Matthew Broyles of mm -hmm. the Matthew Matt Show Broyles was there. Matt Broyles was there, <laughs> absolutely. Mm -hmm. It was a good time. Yeah, I, we, I had uh, quite a few people buy, buy, buy from me. I was also set up there right yeah. across from Aaron Hutz. Yeah. That's right, you were. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yeah. And we have some events coming up at the Grackle. Let's see. On the 27th, we have a Grackle Live. Ralph White and Darren Kovadich will be playing. Mm -hmm. And then on January 11, Michael Epinet will be putting on a music and visual art show. Okay. On January 17, we will have Jean Caffeine. Wow. She is a punk rocker and she will be playing. And then on January 18, Mika Enriquez will be having a class. Yep. And I'll ask you about that in just a minute. And then, I believe that's it. Yeah. Okay. So, Mika, what are you going to be doing on the 18th of January? So, I'm going to be explaining the process, well, the components of pigments, which is basically, mm -hmm. when it comes down to it, what creates the color in paint. Mm -hmm. And sources that you can find, it's going to be uh, mineral-based pigments. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to go through the process of finding those, processing it and mm -hmm. uh, into a usable form, and then turning it into paint. Hey, how that'll, you, be, that'll be fun. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, how do you uh, go through the process of finding those materials? Like, what are the things that you do to go get those? So one of the first things is, I guess, there's an element of curiosity. Mm -hmm. You see something that's a pretty color in the natural world, and like, hmm can I use that? And then you go from there. Right, right. Mm -hmm. I, I know you don't want to reveal yeah. maybe too much until somebody takes the class, but yeah. it is it is a really a interesting subject. Um, yeah. mm -hmm. So like basically you can use any, almost any material, almost, yeah. if it can be ground up, right? If it can, well, then you into get into it. the, well, with pigments, you do have things that are more fugitive, things mm -hmm. that stay and things that don't stay as well mm -hmm. so like a lot of plant lace colors um they'll fade pretty quickly mm -hmm. or they'll change color and oxidize and it, you know it, like if you have like say you spill something with like a pesto sauce mm -hmm. on just an, as an example of a green or a tomato sauce on your counter it doesn't stay that bright red or bright green after a while it darkens Mm -hmm. So the same thing with like any other kind of plant that you'd find. Right. So I chose mineral pigments in this instance because the pigment is stable. It's not going to fade and it can be, it's more resistance to um, UV rays and all sorts of stuff. But hmm. yeah. Neat. Interesting. That's going to be fun. That's oh, going to be Let's see. I wanted to say one more time on December 27, Ralph White and Darren Kobitsch will be playing. Nice. And then January 11 with Michael Epinet's show. Mm -hmm. January 17, Jean Caffeine. Mm -hmm. And then on the 18th, Mika Enriquez. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I'll be looking forward to this. I think, uh, I think I might want to go to that class. I feel like I'd probably learn a lot about the process of paint. And um, as me and Mike know, it's always good to learn how other people mm -hmm. create. So, you know. And you've, mm -hmm. you've, you've posted these events on the yes. good yes. so people know the address mm -hmm. and where to go and yes. how to get there. Yes, absolutely. All that good stuff. Absolutely. Excellent. 
So um, to find out more information about those events, uh, you'll go to our Facebook page. It's uh, facebook.com slash articulation pirate. They will all be posted up and set up in our events section. So Mike, what about some things that are going on for Art 30? Well, let's see. We have four classes coming up that I know of. Mm-hmm. One's on December 22nd at Shipping and Receiving. Yep. That's at 2 o'clock. Yeah, that's it's a, a really cool week. painting that Trista just created for us. Yeah, Jack and uh, Sally, Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, Jack and Sally, Nightmare Before Christmas. you got to come. It's a great painting. Everybody loves it. Yep. And we're going to do the same painting again on the 27th <laughs> at the Cidery, Locust you get, Cider you Cidery. You a lot of chances. That's almost a tongue twister right there. Mm-hmm. Locust Cider. Locust Cider Cidery in yes. Tap Room. Yep. That's at 7. So mm-hmm. 7 to 9. We try to be out by 9. but mm. Tap Room, do they have dancing there? Uh, only if you want to bring your dance shoes. I, I would. You can put some bottle caps on the bottom of your shoes. Don't okay. don't dance with the glass in your hand. It's it's a cidery, so like you get a glass of cider, and if you're dancing with the glass, you're gonna break it. <laughs> How would you break a glass just dancing with it? Well, if you drop it. <laughs> well, if you drop it. What if it, it doesn't want to dance back? <laughs> that's that's where you use adhesives. You glue the glass to your hand. Of course, you oh no. <laughs> oh no. Who leads? Who the leads? Yeah, the, the, bartender. the bartender. The bartender leads. leads. Always. Mm-hmm. Always. And I see the 29th, we're going to be at the post, or mm-hmm. you are going to be at the post. I'm yeah. not going to be there. Sure you That's sure another you seven to nine. <laughs> and it's the same painting. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 it got requested a lot. A lot of people Well, it's a great painting. One, I like so. that painting. I've, I've been thinking about doing a Jack painting for a while. I just haven't gotten around to it. You should. Make make a mic version and throw it up. Maybe we'll see what happens. Something similar-ish. I don't know. Different yeah. colors. Got to be. Totally. And then uh, the 22nd, you said you'll be back at Martin House, but we yeah. don't know what you're painting yet. January 22nd. Um, uh, for January, I'm going to be doing a winter fairy of my own a design and making. Winter fairy. Yep, a winter fairy. Mm-hmm. Speaking of fairies. Yes. Maven's Moon. Mm. Okay. It's a place that I've started going to. It's in River Oaks. Yeah, I know about Maven's Moon. Yeah. I know about Megan, too. She's a pretty cool cat. Yes, and she talks a lot about fairies. Ah. And she has a beautiful backyard Mm -hmm. that is devoted to... Fairies? Yes, (laughs) to honoring fairies. I was there last night, and we had a... uh, Megan conducted a Christmas uh, class Mm -hmm. in which we talked about the Christmas and how it evolved and some of the traditions about it. And then we made Christmas wreaths. And that was a lot of fun. You sent me a it. picture of that wreath. I and did. It's actually really cool how you did it. It looks like you um, you took a can. Yeah. And you got some ornamental um, Christmas balls. Yeah. With wood, and you've got you know the foliage coming up above the can. With mm-hmm. it's very ornate, very unique. That's not wood. That's actually it's not wood. It's a cardboard spool. A cardboard that, spool. Um, that string is wrapped around. Oh. And it was an empty spool, and I thought, well, let's use that. Wow. So this is, this is Matt proving once again that you can make art using any material, any material on earth. <laughs> any material found, you can pick it up and turn it into something. Keep that in mind. And really, you could do it with materials found besides places on earth. True, true. Like, I, I don't think we, we need to limit ourselves to just earth. Right. Oh, no, not at yeah. all. 
So the cool thing about that is um, we just went through a really ridiculously crazy meteor shower. And a lot of people in this area were have, uh, seeing green meteorites. Green meteorites. I saw one myself when I was leaving uh, the Bullen Bush. A Did few, you hear that one in the shrooms? No, I'm pretty sure. Uh, <laughs> I, I've actually never done that. So, no. You would. Um, <laughs> you would. <laughs> You're not wrong. It's. I'm curious. There's artistic implications aren't, to aren't that. Aren't they supposed to be other colors than just green, though? Right, but a lot of people were seeing green, and I have to wonder if that has to do with, like, the nickel content. If, like, when they hit our atmosphere, the nickel is what causes that color. I don't know. Try lighting some nickel on fire. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I had to ask you because you're a glass artist, and I have to wonder if you've seen any interesting flame colors when you're creating. Uh... Everything looks hot like fire. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like molten fire. Got it. I like, like burning magnesium. into a volcano. That's about Oh, good. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. You got to wear special glasses. Lordy. Because, um, <laughs> sodium flare and UV wow. is bad for your eyes. You will go blind. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, hmm. no, we wouldn't want it. We wouldn't want that. No, I remember my dad doing a lot of uh, welding art. Like, yeah. he, would, he would weld cans and yeah. make pieces out of metal. You'd probably get along with him for that mm -hmm. reason alone. Like, What's this guy's name? Uh, Leslie Morris, my father. Leslie yeah. Morris, okay. He used to uh, make artwork out of metal and found objects. Uh-huh. So you would probably get along with him. Um, but, yeah, he would he would have to wear a big welder's hood with just this little tiny window. And I always thought he looked like a supervillain coming at me with a fire stick, you know. But, yeah, it's an interesting process when you're working with flames. Um might be doing a bit of that myself coming up soon. So um, I like burning stuff. I know you do. Mm -hmm. In fact, <laughs> I might actually have you guys help me with this next gig that I'm doing. Burning stuff? No, no. <laughs> it's, a, it's a bit of a surprise. So <laughs> there was an article that popped up for me on Facebook not too long ago. And it was about a lady named Diane Wilson who won a huge settlement against a, a plastic company called Formosa. Oh. Well, I just kind of got a wild hair and I said, you know, what are you doing with those plastic pellets? I found her on Facebook and I asked, and she said, well, I've just kept them, you know, in my attic for a while. I'm like, well, would it be <laughs> intrusive, intrusive of me to ask you to send me, uh, you're good, open the can, Mike, it's cool. <laughs> Mike, do you need a church key? Yes. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, yeah, go ahead and send those to me. Uh, I want to make a public art piece out of them. So these are plastic pellets that she's gone out and she's harvested from the Texas Gulf that have just been dumped into the waterways out there. And there's just bags upon bags upon bags of them. So I want to make a series of three art pieces out of them. Public art pieces, art pieces that will not decay in the weather, just statement pieces about what she did and um it was a surprise but she's uh, already sent them in the mail and they should arrive next week sometime so i don't know when those pieces are going to be finished but i would like to employ each of you to help me with them if you're interested okay that's fine but I'd, I'd like this to make a statement about the environment and I do have a box of interesting, unique found objects that Rachel Eastman handed off to uh -huh. me. So I figure I could um, 
utilize those a bit. What do y'all think? Oh, I like this idea. Could I? Could we make zilches out of these plastic things? Zilches? Zilches. You'll have to explain what a zilch is. I don't have to explain. Set fire to a garbage bag <laughs> and see what happens. Hmm. That's like setting fire to army men. When I was a kid, I used to do that, and they would scream as they drip. They would drip? Okay. Hmm. That's okay. I don't know why that just came to me, but it did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So go ahead and so go ahead and burn up some garbage bags. Okay, burn garbage bags. Yeah. That's that's step one. Never All right. tried that. That sounds like fun though. It is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not a pyromaniac or anything. Oh, but I feel like there's a but at the end of that. Just one that. <laughs> oh, could could we bring some old uh, 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 rubber tires? As long as it's as long as it's not something that can like decay or weather. Seriously. I don't think rubber tires decay they or don't. weather. No, they don't. <laughs> you have to burn them. You have to burn them. Yeah. That, huh, way, okay. that way you save them from getting into the environment. Could be something. Could be something. Hmm. hmm. Could we find some old broken glass and incorporate that? Yep. Yeah. Lots of it. Okay. Yeah. Well, I've, I've been talking with a gentleman at the Fort Worth Community Arts Center, and he thinks that there's a couple places that these could go for a little while just be set up there so it's not a guarantee yet but mm-hmm. I'm working on it so okay. figured it would be a good idea to invite you fine people to help me with those sounds fun mm-hmm. you just want me to lift stuff don't you no <laughs> <laughs> I want you to apply paint to things Mike <laughs> oh I like playing paint the stuff I know you do <laughs> body painting I'm in hey that's mm-hmm. I've been trying to public. go to Miami for years to do that body painting thing just when set up a little booth. Happen? We'll paint for free. Hmm. There's a body painting festival. Yeah, in they Miami? have a huge festival there. I think it's in September every wow. year. I know there's like a, there's a chalk art festival that happens in Houston. So. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know about the body painting festival. But so not you, as much in that. Do you paint cars? Not physically cars, but mm-hmm. paint pictures of cars. I'm into chrome. If it reflects and uh-huh. captures wavy, distorted visions, yes, that's why I'm into cars and bikes. It's the uh-huh. chrome, uh-huh. or it's the reflective property of the paint and the shapes that the chrome reflection yes. makes. Yes, uh huh. Nice. You get can get that. very subliminal with some of it. That's most of my cigar art in the smoke has subliminals in it. Uh huh. Wow. Various body parts. Various body <laughs> body parts. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you had a you had a thing with lips for a while too. I um, still do lips. You still do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We've taught a couple of those classes and they've been uh, the pretty interesting. Lip. Everybody loves the biting mm-hmm. lip. I'm doing a new series of lips, but it's more of a an elation point. Undulation? Yeah. Is that what you said? Yeah, so there was a there's a photographer that took pictures of the female orgasm from the face and I stumbled upon these and I'm right there on those lips oh who was the photographer that I don't know I'd have to look it up okay but his his work really spoke to my vision right Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I I love lips anyway so Mm -hmm. capturing that moment on canvas is like yes have you ever tried to paint anything like that Micah no. no. Try to do that with <laughs> some like glass. <laughs> That'd be difficult. That, that would be difficult, but it would be interesting to see. Sculpting in glass is difficult. Yeah. Um, 
but that's not that's not all that you do though so like you you also paint i've seen some of your yeah some of your pieces before hmm I think we got him thinking. Yeah. <laughs> if it can be done, you can do it, man. I have faith. Theoretically. <laughs> Theoretically. Theoretically. Right. Right, right. All right. So I think we're at a point where we can just go ahead and uh, throw out some shout-outs. What do you guys think? Shout-outs to artists that we know mm-hmm. in the Fort Worth area who deserve a little bit of recognition. I'm going to go ahead and throw out uh, Jack Doll Folk Art. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, he's really good. He's a uh, lino cut artist, and yes. you can find him on Facebook. Just look up Jack Doll Folk Art. What about uh, what about you, Matt? You got any uh, shout-outs? See, Jeremy Biggers. Jeremy Biggers. What does he do? He has a show. It's ending in the next day or two. He's been making art for several years, wow. and he's beginning to get some recognition now. Recognition? What kind of art good. does he make? He does painting. Mm-hmm. He does uh, work with found objects as well. Interesting. And he is uh, a very, very talented artist. Wow. Where can we find him at? Oh, boy. Uh, you'll have to look it up on whatever computer, Facebook or s- just Google, telephone, Google whatever him. you're using. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What about you, Mike? Got any shout-outs? Yeah, I was trying to find this this lady's Facebook page real quick. Oh, you're good. It's K-Jack Art. K-Jack Art. Yeah, you, I know you've seen her work because mm-hmm. she's all over. Art Scoggle has been for years. Yeah. She's the one that got me thinking about doing art with bottle caps. But as mm-hmm. it turns out, bottle caps are one inch by one inch. So to do the piece the way I want to do it, which is to not deform the bottle cap, would take a massive wall of 10 feet by 10 feet or 12 feet by 12 feet you can imagine how heavy this piece is going to be oh wow she does that idea with cigar bands Hmm. she makes portraits with cigar bands and she does not paint her cigar bands Mm -hmm. she sorts them and cuts them and And puts them into the bands themselves to yeah that is her medium so she's using that to create Mm -hmm. portraits and she does some really cool work Heck yeah. Where can um, we find her? She's on Facebook. Facebook. Yeah, it's K-Jack K-Jack Art. Art. I'm, I'm trying to find it right now. Okay. Well, when you find it, just holler it. But if you'll see her. Her stuff's all over mm-hmm. the place. And she, if she's been in the arts goggle, I'm sure if you just Googled K-Jack Art, you'd, you'd be able to find her. Yeah. And let's see. Where where was she at? She's in Michael's Cigars a lot. Mm-hmm. So oh, okay. she'll, she'll do printed pieces there. She'll hang them up. Not very many Michael's originals. Cigars and Keller. Yeah. Okay. And there's one in Euless. And Euless. Okay. Yeah. Got gotcha. a cigar shop, you typically will see something she's done there. Hmm. Very cool art. Nice. I love it. And what about you? Uh, I'd like to shout out uh, Aaron Hutt's art, um, Solstice Snakes on Instagram, and also oh, yeah. Juan Cornejo, who is Project Zero on Instagram and Facebook. Heck they're yeah. Both cool people. They really are. They really are. And we actually had Juan Corneo on the show recently, yeah. and mm-hmm. uh, that was actually like our third show in and he had a lot of really good stuff to say about you know building shows and yeah. the process it takes and what goes into it so yeah. definitely check those two out and Aaron Hutz he's a well-known artist I've done about 12 mm-hmm. shows with him so yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah he's he's all over in fact I have to give him his easels back <laughs> didn't shout out Aaron I didn't, got your easels didn't Aaron back. have uh, some work at our he did yes he did, he did. He was set up uh, right across from me, and that's why I need to give him his easels back. (laughs) Mm. Her name's Kim Kim Jack. Kim Jack, okay. And KimJack.com or KJack? This is her website, so KJack.com. I think it's KimJackArt.com. KimJackArt.com, okay. Interesting. 
You had said something about about Rachel Eastman getting a bunch of plastic. No, no, no. No. no, no. So <laughs> what I, what what it is? I'm getting plastic pellets okay. that a lady collected in a uh, settlement. She she collected these and then got a settlement with a large plastic company called Formosa. So Formosa these, gave her all these plastic pellets? No, the, they dumped those plastic pellets into our waterways here in Texas. And she was collecting folks. them and she got with an environmental group and okay. sued that company for destroying the environment. Can I get a cut of this action? You can, absolutely. Ah. That's why they're sending it here. We're three local artists. He, me, and, uh, me and Mike hail over from the Keller side of town. You hail North over side. from... Northside, hey. <laughs> Arlington. <laughs> Arlington, and then of course, you know, you're over off of El Campo, you're the Grackle. Mm -hmm. And then, um, yeah, um, I kind of shift all over the place. So I think we could make this work. We're, we're from different areas in the city and mm -hmm. we're all Texas-based artists, but I think that would be a really good project to kind of um, ignite some interest in that case. Not only that case, but in preserving the environment and recycling found objects. Mm -hmm. Oh, there is a place I'd like to plug. Yeah, what's up? The Dock Bookshop. Yes, I love the dock. It's at the corner of Handley and Meadowbrook Drive in southeast mm -hmm. Fort Worth in a mm -hmm. strip shopping center. The Dock Bookshop is a local, privately owned bookstore. Mm -hmm. Every Tuesday night, the dock has open mic, poetry, spoken word, performance. Nice. It's a really nice place to go. Very nice. Heck yeah. Guys, uh, if you haven't been to the Doc Bookshop, um, there's a lot of spoken word artists who have come out of there that have kind of moved on to do like musical mm -hmm. uh, transition from spoken word to being a musician, basically. And it's really interesting to see their uh, progress mm -hmm. and kind of map it. There's two people in particular that come to mind. Mm -hmm. A. Michael E. A. Michael E. And mm -hmm. Chef D. Chef D. Who is Chef D? Chef D. He's a rapper, a musician. Okay. And then A. Michael Lee is also, he is a singer, songwriter, musician. Wow. Both nice. of them have performed, continue to perform at the dock, and they've also branched out into other areas. Wow. And they use the dock as a springboard. Interesting. Yes. And you know, the, the thing I love about spoken word is that a lot of uh, the people who participate in this kind of art style, they do it because they've been through something. They, they use it to manage their emotions. It's a little bit like what we do as artists. We go out yes. and we use our art to manage our emotions mm -hmm. and to escape a little bit of the reality that's around us. Or we just do it for fun. And you know? also to come to terms with our reality. Right, right. Yeah, so I can't paint unless I'm in a good space. Right. When I'm in a bad space, I play music or I write. That makes sense. And I get that through sense. that. Then when I'm happy again, I can paint. Right. That makes perfect sense. And I've actually. tried to paint when I'm not happy, and it just does not work. I've found that doing like an abstract work seems to be good for like when you're unhappy. What do you think? I'm kind of all over the place. Yeah. Uh, different emotions make the art style of whatever I'm working different. And it's just like I tend towards stuff that's figurative and kind of expressionist, so not super real. So that makes sense not super realistic but so but that's the good thing the spectrum of, right. it's just kind of like yeah. for me when I was in a bad space growing up art was just kind of like one of those things to help me vent those emotions that I was dealing with right mm -hmm. so yeah yeah this reminds me of another singer-songwriter who's at the dock who is venting those emotions T. 
Tim Cruise. Tim Cruise. Tim Cruise. Why does that sound familiar? Yes. I've heard of him. Mm-hmm. And he is pretty much a regular there now. Ooh. Was he there the night that, the last night that I went? You were there, so I mean, I, would, I believe he was there. Yes. So? Okay, that's probably why he sounds familiar. Yes. He does. Tim he does pretty good work. Yes, he does. That's really interesting. Um, art and music kind of go hand in hand. They I definitely think. go hand in hand. They're, that's why at the Grackle we have mm-hmm. both visual art and musical art. Agreed. Yes. It's excellent. What do you think, Mike? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. In fact, some of my favorite paintings are the local musicians that I've chosen to paint. If they speak to me through their music, mm-hmm. I sometimes will capture them on canvas. Can you name a few? Uh, Michael Lee, Back in Black, uh, Canyon Kafer, he's Canyon. a bassist. Yes. Mm-hmm. Love that dude. Mm-hmm. He speaks to me through that bass like nobody else. And I've got a few others that I've been wanting to do, I just haven't got around to do them. Right, right. And, you know, I've always found, like, just going to some of the music events here in Fort Worth, I've bringing my supplies with me and just working on stuff while I listen to the music going on around me, it's like it creates a flow, and I'm able to just get whatever I'm feeling or whatever I'm trying to do out onto the canvas, and it works. It really, really works. So, like, here's an art challenge. I challenge one of the artists out there who might be tuning in to go out and grab their supplies and go to a concert set up on a back table and just listen to what's going on around you and just create something see what happens yeah that would be total abstract for me (laughs) (laughs) that's okay it could be abstract but you know see what happens i like that idea yeah i think it's a good one what about you matt do you have an art challenge could be anything Mm, let me see picking up stuff off the streets okay As much as I encourage people to litter as a way of providing art material, we must also make use of that litter so that people don't litter for no good reason. Guys, just donate your trash to uh, to Matt Sachs at the Grackle Art Gallery. Now you can't you can't donate direct you cannot donate it directly. Okay. You have to you have to you have to do it legitimately. You have to leave it on the sidewalk so he can go pick it up. (laughs) You have to litter, otherwise it's not legit. Oh, I love it. I don't, I don't think there's any shortage of that. <laughs> no. Let's hope not. Okay, we're being terrible influences on the environment. I'm no, like, let's not. do this big art piece about the environment. Now, real quick, Matt, go encourage everybody to litter so you can pick up their stuff. And throw it away in front of a cop. <laughs> oh, Lord. Well, let's, let's use Here our discretion. <laughs> they have better things to do than mess with us for littering. <laughs> Some of them don't. Have you been to Keller lately? Mm. <laughs> have you been? Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. All right, so I had one more shout-out to uh, toss out into the wind, and this was uh, Sarah Ayala. She just got a little spot in the 76107 magazine. Um, It's in the November-December issue, and there's very few um, of those magazines left, but if you see one, definitely flip it open and read her article. She does a lot of multimedia work with maps and mandalas, and her, her style is really unique, so definitely check it out. Yeah. You, you had a thought there. You got real excited, Matt. Sarah Ayala, I've, I've, I've heard of her. Mm-hmm. I've seen her work. I've mm-hmm. heard her work. So, yes, I'm yes. glad that's happening. Heck, yeah. And yes. um, she's got some work set up at the Fort Worth Community Arts Center as well. She's in that collective takeover show. So Good. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, I think that about does it. Thank you guys so much for coming in. Thank, Thank you, you to... 
Mika of yeah, Dark House Art. Thanks for bringing Art. us out on a cold, rainy Friday night. <laughs> hey, you got <laughs> warm and in, into the traffic. <laughs> into the traffic. <laughs> no, traffic and was pretty terrible. Thank you to this location for yeah. letting yes. us be here. Thank you guys so much. The to, name, uh, the name thank is, you to the, the Leaves Book and Tea Shop for hosting this episode of Articulation. And the lady behind the counter? Cora. Cora. Cora, you rock. Thank you. <laughs> Did we pick her up saying <laughs> She will grind you a special leaf. Yay! <laughs> May you brew us special leaves for many days to come. <laughs> art 30, happy hour with happy endings. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's our, That's the slogan, though. Um, also, we will paint for beer. And this is me and Matt reminding all of the artists out there to support local. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, if you don't buy our stuff, nobody will. Right. Well, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all right. I'll see you all next time. All right. Articulation is brought to you by the Funky Town Network. Sponsored by Lee's Book and Tea Shop. Please visit them at 120 St. Louis Avenue in Fort Worth, Texas.